Planned Parenthood is targeting prepubescent children with a brand new ad. New Rasmussen poll shows new hope when it comes to what's being taught in our schools. A bunch of high school football players get in trouble for a TikTok video, that and a whole lot more on today's Random Thoughts. Hello and welcome to episode number 207 of the Random Thoughts podcast that is spelled R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. A lot of insanity still going on in the world. I know you're surprised to hear that. And what we will cover today will probably send up some red flags will probably concern you and the question i guess becomes when is it enough for people to stand up and do something about it to say enough is enough to say we're not going to be pushed any further into a corner by a radical minority of this country and the world that wants to push all sorts of perverted things on the country and the world. I mean, this is going on in a lot of places. Of course, it's going on a lot less in some place like Saudi Arabia or Iran. But in the United States, Uncle Joey in the White House, who his brain is mush again, not doing anything to stop the trans insanity going on. Planned Parenthood, a name you've heard before when it came to wanting to provide abortions for everybody, not telling parents if their kids are getting abortions. Well, they're a lot outside of their lane, I guess, or maybe not. Maybe this is exactly the lane they've always been in, and they're just swerving a little bit. But they're getting involved now quite publicly in the trans space, which, as I've mentioned before, I really don't care what adults do with their bodies. If you want to do drugs that are eventually going to kill you, I really don't care if that is your choice. If you want to have an operation that will mutilate your genitals as an adult. That is your choice. Don't really care what you do. As long as you're an adult making an informed, well, I mean, I can't even force you to be informed, but as long as you're an adult by whatever manner we determine that, then I say, go for it, do whatever you want. But when you start bringing children into this kind of stuff that is a massive problem and that is something that should cause people to be engaged that should cause people to get up off the sidelines and say i just can't sit here any longer and not say anything this is a new ad that planned parenthood just came out with 
and it is aimed directly at children who have yet to hit puberty. Because as you're going to hear in this ad, they're talking about puberty blockers, which, you know, it's just like a stop sign. You can put puberty on hold. It's no big deal. It's like puberty's on the phone. And you're like, hey, can you hold out a minute? They, and these are the people that say you should uh, respect and listen to the science, right? But in this case, they think, no, no, puberty, you could just put it on hold. It's okay. But understand that puberty blockers are of very little use once puberty has begun because you're blocking something that's already started. And for those of you unaware, just to give you a refresher, most children enter into puberty somewhere between the ages of 10 and 12 years of age. So understand again that this ad that you're about to hear is aimed at children 10 and younger. And if this doesn't upset you, I'm going to want you to reach out to me and let me know why. And we may have to stop this at a couple of spots to comment. But let's see. This is, again, a commercial from Planned Parenthood that is aimed at children who are prepubescent. There's no one-size-fits-all puberty experience. If you're trans, intersex, or non-binary, know that you're not the only one feeling confused. All right, I already have to stop this. One, very creepy music. Two, the voice is, I don't know. I don't know what it is. And intentionally, obviously, neither big bad male or outright female. Sounds like a very computer-generated kind of voice, which makes it even creepier. And how many children under the age of 10 are thinking about whether they're trans, intersex, or non-binary? It's just not something that's even on the radar at that point, except that's what the left wants to be on the radar. That's what the left not only wants to be on the radar, but they want it to be first and foremost. And this is a very dangerous concept when it comes to the well-being of the children of the world, in this case, the children of the United States, especially as the politics veer hard to the left, not being allowed to grow up and find their own way. No, prepubescent, 10 years old, younger, having these perverted, insane leftists out there going, hey, oh, you don't feel right. Oh, you don't feel like you fit in. Maybe you're trans. Oh, maybe you're non-binary. This is dangerous. This is absolutely dangerous because everybody that is listening to my voice remembers at some point growing up feeling like you didn't fit in for one reason or another. We didn't have a bunch of evil leftists sitting there trying to pounce and be like, hey, hey, little kitty. Remember, the parents used to tell you, don't take candy from strangers. Well, you know, unless it's Halloween. But do not get into a car with strangers. Do not listen to strangers. These people are the strangers your parents warned you about. And it's up to you to warn your children 
not to buy into the dangerous political ideology of a bunch of whack jobs. Again, if you reach adulthood and still decide you want to do something, you do you. But forcing this on children, letting children make a decision that they have no right to make that could have lifelong repercussions is absolute insanity, but that is absolutely what Planned Parenthood is trying to do here. So really, it comes down to it that Planned Parenthood really isn't happy if your parents didn't get an abortion. Now they're going to try to screw you up because you're alive and you might be confused. Let me let this ad continue. For some intersex people, puberty may start later than age 14. You might experience some of puberty's changes and not others, and your body may or may not go through puberty on its own. There are medicines you can take to help your body start the process, like hormone replacement therapy. Some people decide on hormones or surgeries to help their bodies match up to their gender identity or how they feel inside about themselves. Your gender identity is real. You should be the one to decide what changes you want to make to your body. Your gender identity is real and you, children under 10 years old, should be the one in charge of the changes that happen to your body. No, that is not the science. That is not how biology works, you morons. Interrupting the natural process of what your body wants to do is the dangerous thing to do. Letting your body do what your body's going to do, that's normal. That's natural. That was the way you were intended to be. This is absolute insanity. This kind of crap that they're pushing on children again. 10, 12 years old and younger. That no. No, there are drugs that you can take. Don't worry. You're not fitting in. Take drugs. This is like the absolute worst thing you could possibly do. You don't feel like you're fitting in. So take some drugs and alter your body. Often in a way that it will never be able to recover from. I mean, there's a reason why 10-year-olds aren't allowed to buy guns. Because they're not responsible and they might kill somebody. At 10 years old, you're also not responsible enough to make a decision like this that is life-altering. It's absolute insanity. Well, there's more. If you're transgender or non-binary, you may find that your puberty experiences don't line up with your gender identity or how you see yourself. That feeling can be uncomfortable, scary, and stressful. If that sounds like you, know that you're not alone. There are medicines you can take to delay puberty for a while. They're called puberty blockers, and they work like a stop sign by halting the hormones testosterone and estrogen that cause puberty changes like facial hair growth and periods. Puberty blockers are safe and can give you more time to figure out what feels right for you, your body, and your gender identity. You don't have to have all of the answers right now. Okay, what the hell was with the really weird sound effects? I This is just the creepiest thing I've heard in a long, long time. And this is Planned Parenthood. I mean, I heard this with the COVID vaccines. Oh, they're all safe. This is not safe. Giving body-altering drugs to children is not safe. There is no pause button on your body, people. There is no pause button. 
You are giving drugs to children that will alter the rest of their existence. There is no pause button. You don't get to just go, oh, we'll just put it off for a little while. Well, little Jimmy decides if he wants to be a boy or little Jenny decides if she wants to be a girl. This is absolute insanity and this should be criminal. The fact that this is being allowed, the fact that this is what's being pushed in schools, this is horrible. Should be criminal. These people are going to have a reckoning at some point. If you believe in God, I believe these people will have a reckoning at some point for the evil that they are doing by not allowing children to grow up the way that they were created. Again, if you get to the age, I mean, look at um, Caitlyn Jenner, once Bruce Jenner. Hey, I don't care. Do what you want to do. But doing this to children who have not hit puberty, this is parents with mental problems. This is parents who have nothing better to do with their time. This is parents who have absolute insane thoughts that their children should be changed to fit into some popular leftist ideology so they could be woke and be like, look, I'm so woke. I have a trans child. Isn't that great? You are damaging your children and you are evil. This is never the right answer. This is never the way to go to give children age 10 years old, younger drugs. So their body does not grow the way it was supposed to grow. It's insanity. And this commercial is just beyond creepy. So remember, it's all a work in progress, and it may take time to figure out what feels right to you. But talking to a trusted adult and a nurse or doctor may help. Want to learn more? Go to PlannedParenthood.org teens. I think now is a good time to remind you that Planned Parenthood gets funding from the government, from the federal government, from Uncle Joey's pockets. And uh, if this is what you want your tax dollars going to, then just sit there and stay quiet and stay stupid. If you're a parent who puts your child through this, you deserve to go directly to jail and then directly to hell when your life here on earth is done. Because it is absolute evil. It is absolute insanity. This is mental illness, people. We are looking directly at mental illness and saying, hey, yeah, let's rally around this, you know, for the children. Let's medically alter children. Let's cut off their genitals you know, for the children. How does this even happen? I do not understand it. And when you run into somebody that's backing this, you got to just run away, run away. Do not let them into your life. Do not talk to them. If you know people like this and they do this to their children, I would just be like, we're done. We're never talking to you ever again because you are evil. You are perverted. You are damaging your children. For the rest of their lives. And this is what Planned Parenthood wants. Again, if they couldn't get you in the womb, if they could not abort you, they are going to mess up the rest of your life. This is what Planned Parenthood seems to be all about. This is not about doing good. This is not about helping children. It is absolute evil when this is done because we all know as children. Especially prepubescent children, we were not able to make the life-altering decisions that these people want children to make. 
I mean, our parents, when we were 10 years old, would barely let us choose what was for dinner. This is insanity for parents to be sitting down with their 10-year-old who quite often is like, yeah, I'm playing. I'm a unicorn today. Or, hey, I'm uh, Han Solo and I'm flying in the Millennium Falcon. Well, no, but I feel like a girl today. Please cut off my junk. It's insanity. And who doesn't see this as insanity? The left, which again, if you keep voting Democratic in the United States, if you keep, if you keep punching that ticket for the D, you got to tell me why. You have got to tell me why. Because I understand the people who don't want to be ultra conservative. I understand a lot more of the liberal mindset. As I said, once you're an adult, I don't care what you do. I don't care what you do in your bedroom. Once you're an adult, I don't care what you do to yourself. I don't care if you take drugs. I don't care if you bungee jump without a bungee. I don't care. If you're an adult, that's great. But when you're doing this kind of stuff to children, then something needs to be done. People need to be held to account and a reckoning will come at some point. I do believe that. It's just a question of how bad things are going to have to get before the reckoning comes. And I do think some people are waking up to this. There is a recent Rasmussen poll, which I think shed a lot of light on this and exactly all the insanity going on in our schools. And this Rasmussen report said 89% of voters believe it is important for public schools to, quote, fully inform parents about what is being taught to their children in classrooms. Now, one that should be 100%, because I don't know, well, I was going to say I don't know who the 11% are that don't believe it's important for the schools to let the parents know what they're teaching, and those would be radical leftists. And why would they think that? Because they know overall it's the radical leftists that are in control of the school. I've said it a way too many times. But if you go back to the Weather Underground Manifesto in the late 60s, early 70s, taking control of the media and the schools was first and foremost to create the revolution. And this is a big part of that. So that's who that 11% are. Republicans felt most passionately about keeping parents informed. I don't think that is a surprise to anyone with, it says, an unheard of 97% calling it important. Again, 89% of voters think it's important to fully inform parents of what's going on. Republicans, 97% say it's important. Democrats, 84%. So 16% of Democrats do not think it's important for the schools to let parents know what is being taught. That is absolute insanity as well. Parents have a right to know what their children are being taught. They have a right to know the curriculum. It's their kids. This is not everybody needs a village. What was the Hillary Clinton? You know, it takes a village. That's what they want. Socialism, communism, let the, let the teachers and let the community raise your children. Don't you worry about what they're being taught in school? It's insane. This Rasmussen study also found very little support for reading materials that promote 
the LGBTQ 912 lifestyle, whatever it's called now, or anything that includes sexually explicit passages. This seems like logic to me that your children in school do not need to be worrying about LGBT. No, there's a lot of other stuff they need to learn first when they are in elementary school, junior high, high school even. And this is what I think people are coming around to, that they understand that schools have become more for the radicals to come in and push an agenda rather than teaching the children, and that has got to stop. It uh, says that in this survey, again, from Rasmussen, 69% of voters believe that any books containing sex acts, including homosexual sex acts, should not be in the public high school library. 79% it shouldn't be in the middle school's library, and 85% it should not be in the elementary school library. That 85%, again, there's like 15% of Democrats who are like, hey, those books with homosexual sex acts, yeah, put those in to the elementary school library. That's the way we want it. These people are nuts. These people are out of control. These people are just dangerous for a polite society where your children are not destroyed on an emotional and possibly physical level by what these people are preaching. Again, there's math. There's science. There's a lot of stuff you can be teaching that are important. How to communicate. A lot of kids today just cannot communicate. And I believe that the ability to communicate verbally is a skill that is falling by the wayside. It is absolutely sad. And it is putting all of this stuff is putting our children behind when it comes to the skills they're going to need to have a life where they are in control, where they can fulfill their destiny, where they can go after their dreams and understand what that involves and what struggle that may take. This Rasmussen report also says most voters opposed teaching students about the gay lifestyle or being transgender. So we're going right back to what we talked about, and people are kind of standing up and saying no. And it added 77% of voters oppose public schools teaching students how to use dating applications on social media. I don't know if that means dating applications or social media. Maybe that was a typo. Either way, I'm not really sure why schools would be teaching anything about dating applications. I mean, that certainly wasn't in the curriculum when I was in any grade at all. <laughs> they were, let's talk about dating. No. Didn't talk about how to use social media. Maybe they should teach students not to use social media. That would probably be a better idea because social media is toxic. There is a story that's going around now about some football players in a high school in California. Somebody put out a TikTok video. Obviously, this was all choreographed because it starts with him knocking on a door, the door being opened. He comes into the room, looks like the locker room for the football players. And from what you can tell, they're holding a mock slave auction. There are three students up against the wall in their underwear, and a bunch of the other students 
are yelling prices out. And this is what this little video showed. Now, it appeared that these three students against the wall were black. Uh, looked like the guy that opened the door was also black, so not taking part up against the wall. But then there were a bunch of other students who looked like a variety of races to me that were yelling out the prices. And what this did, of course, once this went onto TikTok, which kids, again, don't use social media. Don't do stupid things and put the video on social media because it's going to get everybody screwed up. The end result here was the whole football team was disbanded and they will no longer play any games for the rest of the year. And as most of you know, the year just kind of started for high school. So these kids getting punished, maybe rightfully so, maybe not. Kids do dumb things. When I was in high school, kids did things that if they were on video would have probably gotten in trouble. But you know what? We didn't put it on video. And I think that's the same for the generation before and the generation before. This is the first one that's really dealing with nonstop surveillance, nonstop videos being posted, people passing them around. And of course, this, it was abhorrent behavior. It's like, I don't know. It was just kids being dumb. I don't think any of the kids were racist. It looked like kids of all races involved in this little skit or shenanigans, whatever you want to call it. And it didn't look like anybody was being forced to take part in this. So it was just kids doing stuff. And don't you want to teach people about slavery? Well, wouldn't this be a good way to do that? How is this positive or negative? Is never what is talked about. It's never talked about like, well, what is this showing? Maybe this is a teachable moment. No. All of these bad football players must be punished, including the three black guys that were just standing up against the wall in their underwear. Now, I don't know how good any of these football players were at their craft, but it's always possible that some of these high school football players were good enough that if they had not had their season canceled, maybe they get a scholarship to college. Maybe that sets them off on a career to the NFL to make millions of dollars. I mean, probably get a lot of concussions because the NFL is very dangerous, as is football overall. But you're now punishing the children that you could be ruining the rest of their lives. You could be keeping them from getting into college because you really wanted to show how serious you were to be anti-racist even though I don't know if this is something that should really be considered racist. I mean, believe it or not, slavery didn't start with black and white. No, no, no. The term even comes from Slav. And uh, that goes back to Europe. So there's a lot of people that just don't understand the history of so many things and want to consider so many different things racist without really thinking about them. Halloween's coming up. I believe we talked about on one of the other programs that we've done over the years, the case of, you know, a little girl who grows up. She's a little white girl who grows up watching Disney movies, although Disney gone down the toilet, but she really liked Princess Jasmine. And you may know Princess Jasmine, her skin's a little bit darker than the little white girl who loves Princess Jasmine. So she decides she wants to be Princess Jasmine for Halloween. And wants to put on a little bronzer or makeup, whatever it is, to darken her skin. Now, is that little girl racist? I mean, society would tell you, well, yes, obviously she's racist. Look, she wants to put makeup to make herself look darker. But she's doing it 
because she loves Princess Jasmine. Don't you like, don't you get that? That's not racist, you morons. And this is the society that we live in. People are so afraid, so afraid that something's going to come back onto them because of the cancel culture that we've allowed to get out of control, that we're getting knee-jerk reactions that are quite possibly actually punishing the black students who were involved in this bit of skit shenanigans, whatever you want to call it. They're the ones that are going to possibly get the harshest punishment, which is just hilarious, isn't it? It makes so much sense. No, it makes zero sense. If you feel like these students did something wrong, there are plenty of ways to punish students. I'm guessing you can do maybe I know what I'm I shouldn't say that. Do they still have detention? Is that still or is that racist to have kids stay after school or come in Saturday? That was always the worst thing when I was in high school. You never wanted to get in trouble, especially in the fall, because there was uh, one of the brothers. I went to a Catholic high school. Brother Cardi loved to have some students come help him rake the leaves on Saturday. So you really did not want to get in trouble in the fall because you'd be coming on Saturday to rake some leaves. Do they still not do this kind of stuff? Are there not other punishments available? Is this not a teaching moment? Maybe teach students not to use social media. That would be something that could actually help them moving forward. It's just insanity. To me, it is absolute insanity that kids are going to do dumb stuff. They're going to do things that maybe adults don't think is all that smart. But I don't think any of those kids that were involved on this football team were being racist. I don't think they hate their fellow teammates. I think they thought they were making a funny video. So congratulations for possibly ruining the rest of their lives by canceling the rest of the football season, maybe keeping them out of college, maybe keeping them from getting a scholarship. Oh, yeah, that makes so much sense in the left woke ideology. These people are sick. The people, I mean, really, there's been a meme going around a hashtag going around for a long time that liberalism is a mental disorder. And it is, it really appears to be. That's the only way I can describe it. Liberalism is in fact a mental disorder. They want to give drugs or mutilate prepubescents who say, you know, I don't know if I'm a boy or a girl. So do something, help me. Yeah. The answer is not give them drugs or mutilate their bodies. Talk to them get them a good therapist, somebody that they can talk to. And that's how you know liberalism is surely a mental disorder because I believe anybody that is rational would be in the same camp that I am, which is children are not old enough to make these decisions. Let's hold their hands figuratively and literally if you have to throughout their childhood to guide them up until a point where they're an adult, where if they still feel like making that life-altering decision, then they can do so. And they can do so with the support of the people around them. Now, the evil here is, oh, but you know, it's too late after they go through puberty. If we let little Jimmy go through puberty, then he'll never be little Jenny. So we have to do this now. Always be afraid of anything that has to be done now. If you're old enough to remember 
the commercials on television, maybe they still exist. I just very rare, very rarely see commercials on television. It always used to be the deal like, hey, you must act now. Hey, if you call within the next 30 seconds, we'll give you this. It must be now, now, now. Anytime somebody trying to force you into a quick decision, they're probably trying to sell you something you don't want. They're probably trying to sell you something that is not good for you. And they realize that if you take the time to put some rational thought into it, then maybe you won't come up with the same decision and that will be bad for them. This is why they love things like TikTok, which is absolutely ruining the attention span of anybody that gets sucked into it. Social media that just sucks people in that they can no longer make a rational thought. They're just scroll, 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 scroll. Oh my God, I might miss something. We are in a very bad place as a society right now. Another story talks about how the Supreme Court's approval ratings are down, down, down to historic lows. Why? Because we let the radical left in to play the game again. Because, oh my God. They took away a constitutional right by taking away abortion. No, no, they did not. The Supreme Court is doing the job that they've always done. They are looking at what the cases are in front of them and deciding if those cases have been, by a lower court, decided accurately within the Constitution and within the law of the land. They do not make laws. The Supreme Court does not make any laws. They do not give anything. They do not take away anything. They only interpret the laws and how they should be applied. This, again, is just the liberal insanity that is trying to get the right to pack the courts and make them more liberal. When a record high number of people are saying that the court is too conservative, what does that mean? The courts are always supposed to be conservative. They're not there to change things. They are not there to change the law. They are there to interpret, and that should be a conservative thing. You have some of the justices that are already liberal who will always vote against anything conservative. It's all absolute insanity. This is another end run around the law of the land, trying to get rid of those pesky things like the freedom of speech, the right to bear arms. And this is something you also need to be aware of. Liberalism is a mental disorder. The city of Chicago, as we've talked about, does not like to hold criminals. And this is coming to Illinois soon. If the laws don't change before January 1st, new laws coming into effect which is why you want to stock up on ammo. That's the best advice that I could give you. An article from Breitbart, Revolving Door, Chicago convict arrested for the 15th time this year. This is what's going on in Chicago. This is what the leftist liberal disorder of the mind wants to bring to your hometown. Things like a Chicago convict arrested on September 29th for allegedly trespassing and damaging property at the Merchandise Mart building in downtown Chicago, marking the 15th time he has been arrested this year, according to CWB Chicago and police records. A week prior, on September 21st, he was arrested for the 14th time after allegedly shoplifting at a Walgreens, threatening to punch a female worker for confronting him about said shoplifting and then stealing uh, $135 worth of clothes 
from a Gap store. This is what the liberal mentality wants to bring to your hometown. Somebody that just can continue to commit crime after crime after crime and not have to pay for it because, you know, it's bad. It's racist. Although I'm kind of surprised because this guy's white. But you see, everybody gets to have uh, in the, on the fun here. At the 44-year-old's bail hearing at the alleged merchandise mart trespassing incident, the prosecutor, Jeff Allen, told the judge, quote, I would note that the defendant has no less than, and I say no less because I stopped counting at 27, misdemeanor convictions, including seven from this year alone. This article says that this guy's been arrested a total of 41 times since August of 2014. And this is the legal system that we currently have that refuses to punish criminals for the crimes that they commit. This is what leads to a lawless society. This is what leads to a breakdown of things because stores then stop doing business in these areas. And what happens when your grocery stores close? Well, then you got a hard time finding food. And maybe you don't have a car because you can't afford a car because prices on cars are way up. Gasoline prices, again, skyrocketing over $6 in some areas. So, I mean, even going to get your groceries is getting rough. But this is exactly what the Democrats and the radical leftists want. And for the people that keep on voting for them, explain it to me. I've yet to have anybody explain it to me. I mean, I get it. There's probably no radical leftist listening to this show. But I've yet to have somebody try to explain to me why you would vote these people in. It's absolute insanity. It is absolute insanity. The New York Post has an article which I found funny. Vegetarians are twice as likely to be depressed than meat eaters. This comes from a study which was in the Journal of Affective Disorders that found that beef was the only food linked to a lower risk of depression. This was a study done in Brazil. So if you like a burger now and then, it'll put a smile on your face, I guess, is the takeaway here. And maybe that not having meat makes you way more likely to be depressed. Not saying you should eat red meat every day, everything in moderation, but uh, yeah, beef, it'll make you happy. That should be the new slogan, I guess. Here on the Random Thoughts podcast, we don't really have a slogan. But we do hope that you enjoy the content you are getting here. We hope that it makes you think, gives you some information that you didn't have before, gives you a perspective maybe that you haven't thought about, and helps you navigate the insanity that is the world that we are living in right now. This is a value for value podcast learned from Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak of the No Agenda program, which is we put these shows out there, we don't take ads. We don't put them behind a paywall. We just tell you that if you've gotten any value out of these shows, we would love for you to give some value back to us. There's a bunch of different ways to do that, but you get to decide how much value did you get out of these shows and put a number on it, then go over to random thoughts, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com slash donate. You can click the donate button and do a one-time or monthly donation through PayPal. You can use the QR codes and wallet addresses if you want to do the crypto thing. 
You can use the P.O. Box address if you want to go the snail mail route. And you can also go over to patreon.com slash random thoughts if you're already in that ecosystem. And also, if you're using a podcasting 2.0 app, you can send us some Satoshis. Those are little bits of Bitcoin directly through the app. You can send us a boostagram with a message involved, all sorts of cool stuff. Any of these ways are appreciated. If you want to find out more about podcasting 2.0, go to newpodcastapps.com. But I do have a couple of people to thank for today's show and their names that have come around again and again and again. So they are well-versed in taking advantage of the value for value model. And we greatly appreciate them. Stu Coates, all the way from the UK with his $6.66, totally not satanic donation. And our buddy Johnny Hipwell coming in with his 333 donation from the great white north of Canada. I know Johnny's been going through some stuff. Hey, we're thinking about you. Hang in there. And, uh, you know, the world is crazy. All you can do is ride those waves. And we hope you're doing well. We hope you're all doing well. I thank everybody for giving me their time. That is part of the value for value thing, giving me your time to listen to the show to let me rant let me get some stuff off of my chest it is greatly appreciated because i know there's a lot of things that you could be doing with your time and the fact that you're listening to this program it is appreciated and i wanted you to know that which is why next week i'll do this again i'll be back with another edition of the random thoughts podcast but until then i am darren o'neill thanks for listening 